0: Your Property Network magazine, the UK's leading magazine for active property investors, presents your property podcast, giving you access to some of the UK's most successful and influential property investors and developers. They will share with you their successes, failures, strategies, and tips. So whether you're an experienced property investor or just starting out, join us every week to help you plan your path to financial freedom. So let's get started with your host, Nina Hirons.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Your Property Podcast with me, Nina Hirons, and thank you for joining me today. Right, today we are going to talk about something that's a really hot topic with people, uh, property education and whether it's worth the pennies that people spend. I wholeheartedly believe it is, and without a doubt, people do succeed. Investors can reap massive rewards, but given the same education environment and support, not all students do soar and some really struggle to get off the ground So basically, I want to know what it really takes to make property education pay. I am therefore absolutely delighted to introduce my guest this week, Billy Turruf, who was top of the class respectively in Simon Zucci's Mastermind and Progressives VIP 12 month programme. So it's over to Billy to tell us exactly how he's made this education work for him so successfully. So, Billy, welcome.
2: Morning, Nina. Um, Thanks for having me
1: on. Thanks for coming. I, Billy, I don't even know where to start. Um, I know you've recently returned from a nine-year stint in Dubai. Um, you know, it's absolutely incredible. I'm incredibly jealous. Um, but what's even better is I know that while you were over there, you built up a portfolio of student lets in Liverpool. So I am really curious to ask, why does an experienced, experienced investor gain from a year-long property course?
2: Yeah, so... I, you know, between 2002 and 2015, I had managed to build up about 10 houses, um, seven of which were mine, and three of which were owned with a joint venture partner in, in Liverpool. Um, but the portfolio was okay, you know, it was kind of cash flowing positive, but it had a mixed bag, it had some good um, student houses that, that, that were strong performers. But I also had, had some poorer stock that I would bought, so um, some stuff in Ireland, some stuff in Bulgaria that was all kind of negative equity and, and, and not cash flow positive. So it never gave me enough that would allow me to kind of move from the corporate world to um, being um, working full time in property, which is, is what I wanted to do from a vocational perspective. Uh, I, I knew that if I could kind of double my portfolio, in, um, I would therefore you know, have enough income that would kind of give me choice to, to move from the corporate world if, if I wanted to. And what kind of happened to me now was I was going to Dubai on, on January 2015. I was actually reading a number of um, YPN magazines, and I was kind of amazed by the speed certain people had managed to build up portfolios. And um, I couldn't understand how they'd done it so much quicker than me, um, and to some extent with less resources as, as, as well. But the one thing that was common with all of them was that they'd invested in themselves at one point. And um, really up to then, I'd been quite kind of anti-training. I kind of thought, well, you know the stuff. You just read it in a book. You just go into forums. So um, anyway, I kind of guess I, I swallowed a bit of my kind of kind of male pride and kind of thought, well, if it's worked for them, maybe it, it should work for me. So. Um, you know, I, I went on it with the aim of being able to really kind of fast track my progression. You know, I, I didn't want to take another 13 years to double my portfolio. I really wanted to try and do it a kind of a 12 to 24 month period.
1: Sure. So, I mean, so before starting the course, did you kind of have an idea of what it was going to be like? You know, it sounds like you had quite a sort of a preset agenda of what you wanted and needed to get out of the course then.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I went on the course expecting it to be like a postgraduate kind of course in, in, in property. Um, and I, you know, it's it almost like joining a gym. Part of me was also like, well, have you paid to do this? You, you've got to do it. So, so you, you've got to be kind of quick. But I kind of expected it to be, you know, obviously property focused and, and kind of helping me to really. I I suppose, excel in what I was doing, which was student-let. the reality, I suppose, for me, though, was that the course was almost probably 80% about actual mindset and and about development and probably about 20% about property. But the actual bit about the property that's kind of the 20% is that kind of 10% that I really wasn't maximising, which makes the difference. And I think that's what people forget, and certainly I didn't realise that there's um, you know, m- most stuff you, you can do and, and get from from different places, but it's, it's knowing the, the extra one or two percent at the top that makes a strategy really excel, and whether you get that from, you know, course providers, whether you get it from sitting with people who, who do it day in, day out, get, getting the network, that, that makes a difference, but... The, the biggest thing to me was really coming out with i suppose a change of a mindset as a result of the program
1: sure do you, do you think kind of your, your you know your mindset change was one of your biggest learning points then or you know what 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 did you really take away from the program that you now put into practice that helps you grow your property business
2: yeah i, I think, I think definitely the, the the mindset was the biggest one because at the end of the day that the property stuff itself is just process you know it's there's there's certain ways to to do it so Certainly my, my kind of ability to understand the bigger deals and, and, and not be scared of them. Um, the kind of a, ability to kind of understand, you know, um, when you've got challenges that, you know, the, the world's not just about to cave in and it's just natural and it's actually about how you result to the challenges um, and also actually, you know, realizing that, you know, when, when you get some obstacles, they they're typically end up being advantageous to you. And um, a lot of that may sound a little bit kind of kind of fluffy, but it also i think it, it, if you kind of look at people who are successful, whether it be in, in the corporate world or, or or in any any business it 's actually how they, they adapt to the stuff around them normally that makes them successful rather than the, the technical ability in itself
1: sure I mean. Go, going back to you living in Dubai, I mean, I know you were living there whilst you were on the Mastermind programme. I mean, it's, I mean, imagine it's hard enough kind of, you know, throwing yourself into it when you're over here, but how on earth did you manage it when you were living in Dubai whilst doing the programme?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it really just it took things, you know, gradually. I mean, I set myself kind of target to do an hour a day in property and um, whilst there's a lot of stuff to do, I would be pretty focused that I would really only spend the time looking at, at things like funding deals and looking at sourcing deals, which are, are really the basics, but what, what keeps your pipeline and enables you to, to do transactions. And then on a Friday, because it was the weekend in Dubai, but it was your work day in the UK, I would take that as my property day. So um, I kind of had a, a, an approach that basically, you know didn't, didn't have much free time in the year, but I kind of thought that if I could have one year when I really pushed myself and I really put the effort in, that would then give me the opportunity to, to choose, um, you know, if I wanted to stay in the corporate world or, or, or leave it um, this
1: year, basically. Sure. um. You know, you know, obviously I'm talking about you, you know, doing the mastermind program in Dubai, but then also, you know, we can't forget that you were also managing, you know, a port- portfolio of properties from Dubai as well. Um, you know, I talked to lots of people who tend to sort of focus on specific areas, but then they want to branch out um, to areas where they don't live in property. So what advice would you give to people managing properties outside of, where, outside of where they live, not necessarily another country, but, you know, even, you know, say they're, you know, based down south and they've got properties up in Scotland?
2: Yeah, I think it's important um, to to get an area, and then I think you should focus in on that area until you've got scale there before looking elsewhere. So um, whilst most of my stuff is in Liverpool, and I I did deals outside of Liverpool last year, but that was really once I'd kind of built up my knowledge of Liverpool. And even within Liverpool, um, 90% of my property is in two postcodes, so it's kind of focusing in an area, it doesn't have to be where you live, but you need to become an expert somewhere. Um, because when you come in an expert somewhere, you know the streets, you know the demand, but you then have build teams together, you have estate agents together, etc. Um, and I think some of the dangers, people will they'll jump about, there they'll, they'll are five individual ones across the country. Whereas what's really important, I think, is to just to do your first one, make sure it works, make sure you understand it, and then, if you know that it's worked there, you just replicate as well.
1: Sure, um, you know, you know, you've said you kind of said you kind of target yourself an hour a day to do the mastermind program. Um, yeah. But you know, you know, you know, we can't forget that obviously you were still you were working whilst you're over in Dubai. You know, that this wasn't just your property business. So, how much time did you sort of spend or choose to spend on your property business whilst working and living in Dubai?
2: Yeah, so say, I mean, one hour a day, and then the the whole. Um, Friday and, and I would take Saturdays off, basically. Mm. So, um, you know, it was probably about twelve hours a week, something like that.
1: Okay, um, you know, not not everyone's going to know this, but the mastermind pro- mastermind target is to create fifty thousand pound per annum income or one million pound in property in one year. So I'm, you know, I'm really interested. You know, did you achieve this, and were the results way above your expectations from when you started, sort of twelve months previous?
2: Yeah, so, so my target really was to double my, my portfolio at the, at the start. And I set out, um, therefore, to, to, to hit that target because that's really would have given me the, the financial freedom. I had about 800,000 of, of assets before the course, so if I could um, put on another million that would would get me there. But in in the reality, I ended up trading about £4 million um, of of property, which, um, you know, totally exceeded where I I, I expected to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, God, I mean, God, in, you know it's incredible you know like you know I keep going back to this but the fact that you were doing it whilst living in another country is just you know it's incredible um it, it, obviously you've achieved like incredible success but you know I did mention at the beginning that you know just because somebody comes onto this program doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna you know they're gonna achieve you know the success that you have and others have so kind of in your opinion why do you think some people do so incredibly well and whilst others you know like you said just kind of mm. don't don't get things off the ground?
2: Yeah, I, I think you know, there's a number of reasons. I think one is you, you kind of need to be clear on what your why is. Um, and, and it's interesting, you know, I, I was very motivated last year and it's a lot of the time it's not, it's about the journey. You know, I found some of the, the, the change from having that kind of target, knowing I wanted to move away from the corporate world to being self-employed, that once you then got it, you, you've kind of hit your goal. So it's difficult to kind of, Remotivate yourself to some extent so mm-hmm. I, I noticed with a lot of people who had a strong why um, and, and sometimes it sounds bad but actually people who, who are kind of running away from something rather than running to something you know everybody kind of said oh, I want the nice holidays I want the nice house I, I want the nice car but if you're if you're not in a situation that is, is a little bit uncomfortable that, that you don't like or you don't want to you don't have something to prove I think that, 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 that can be a challenge. And I think the, the second thing is that um, people complicate things. You know, there's a lot of property to me is, is, is basics. And a lot of it is certainly on, on those sort of programs if you actually do what you're kind of told to do and accept you've paid money to someone to tell you what to do. And if you, you follow that, I mean, the, the reality is you get told to do so much that if, if you do half of it, you will be successful. And, and I think that, that's to me, it's, it's kind of the people that are big why and the people that followed the, the, the process are the ones that typically seem to get the most out of it, whereas I think you know, sometimes people that are almost looking to do it differently or to try and do something new. Um, you know maybe struggle a little bit with it
1: yeah interesting um so let's talk about these 12 months then and can you perhaps talk me through through some of the properties and deals that you kind of worked with and that you you did dealt with over the 12 months
2: yeah so there was a i suppose a number of different deals you know I'll, i'll start with some of the um i suppose smaller ones so i i did lease options for the first time um One of the lease options I got was through a Facebook lead. So it was actually um, in in Redditch, just outside of Birmingham, was an actual um, very experienced investor who um, works on land planning deals in in London now. And he simply wanted to move away from his buy-to-let portfolio, but he also felt he did duty of a care to the um, current tenant in the, the property because it was a when he bought it it was a sale and a rent back so he really wanted someone who would take care of the tenant and, and make sure that you know the, the rent wasn't increased he wasn't um, evicted etc because you could have changed the house into our um, HMO. And what I kind of realized with um, what was the, the um, set up with it that you know he, he wanted a ten thousand pound option fee for it he was then selling the house at, at, at one um, one three five but minus the ten thousand which is is one two five but the um, kind of rent and um, minus the, the the lease fee was going to bring in about four thousand a year so that the ROI on that was was about 40% with kind of um, very little cash in the deal, but with the potential of capital uplift. So it wasn't really, I mean, it was an okay um, income producing unit. As I said, you're come kind of about four grand a year, but it was really for the, the capital gain. You know, I've got kind of 10, 11 years left on that. And it was, um, you know, I, I knew what options were before, but what I didn't know was really how to execute them overall. And what Mastermind, I suppose, helped me with was how to actually um, execute them and deliver them. But also more importantly, I think for that deal, the the big learning for me was I typically got into those sort of deals looking to, um, you'd always negotiate, you know, you'd always need to come out with something. And what I was one of the kind of the techniques I learned was that, you know, if a deal works for you, and the figures are okay. And if it works for everyone else, then then just take it. Sometimes we, we can be too greedy in this and, and we end up losing deals. And, and it's actually more about pride than actually the numbers.
1: Sure. So let, let's kind of fast forward a little yeah. bit then. So yeah. obviously, you've left Dubai, you've uh, moved to the UK again, and you're a full time property investor. So I'm just kind of interested, you know, how are you finding it? And kind of, you know, what, what have you been up to? What, you know, what are your plans?
2: Yeah, so it's been it a hectic couple of months. Um, lots of boxes now now unpacked, etc. Um, yeah, been getting spend a lot of time with my son, which is important. You know, ultimately that that was kind of one of the the, the big reasons that, that 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 I came back. Um, I'm also you know being able to catch up with kind kind of friends and, and and family, which again is is, is kind of the, the underlying for it. In terms of kind of stuff that I'm doing, you know, on the business side, stuff is, is going really well. We've just agreed to purchase uh, um, two offices in, in, in Plymouth that we'll be converting to 20 or 22 apartments, which is very similar to a deal I did in the Will during Mastermind. Um, and we'll hopefully be raising funds for that on, on Crowd Property. So, should be sharing some, some details with that shortly. Um, this week, we, we've just agreed to buy a 15-bedroom pub in Liverpool that's student accommodation, which will be our largest um, student accommodation that we're, we're putting on. So pretty excited uh, about that. Um, also kind of got involved with, with two events, the, the Elite Network in Manchester and Liverpool PIN, that I'll be hosting from um, August and, and, and September. Um, and I've also been um, launched kind of a 90 day coaching program whereby I'm really working with people who are kind of either in a similar position that I was stuck in the, the day job trying to work out a path to move forward from it or or people who are also working um, in property but looking to kind of fast track their, their, their career a bit. So. Quite, quite, quite a lot going on, um, but, you know, ultimately, I count myself quite lucky. You know, I mean, property was, for me, it's got two things. You know, it, I've got a true love for it, so it enables me to do what I want to do on a daily basis so it doesn't feel like work and I don't have the stress of the corporate world um, anymore. But kind of more importantly, you know, it, it's given me passive income that allows me to um, decide really how much I want to work versus... How much you know? Kind of, kind of free time I can enjoy.
1: Sure, I'm assuming you've got absolutely no intention of uh, taking things easy. Then now you're back.
2: Well, nope. <laughs> I, I, I was I was trying to, but I mean, i i you know I've I've kind of again you know some some of the mindset stuff you know kind of got certain holidays booked, got certain events booked, and kind of try and put them in the diary first, and and, and then let the work happen. Um, you know, and, and similar, you know, still doing more self development stuff. Um, doing graduate. With um, Simon and also um, doing um, Tony Robbins um, University Mastery courses this this year as well. So it's off to Spain for the first one of them in a couple of weeks.
1: Fab. Your story is amazing, and I'm uh, incredibly jealous that you lived in Dubai because I do love that place. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm sure there's people out there that you know would love to get in contact. So what's the best what's the best way for anyone who uh, who is interested in chatting to you to get get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, so probably you can contact me through Facebook um, or you can email me direct at billy at billyturriff.com.
1: Fabulous. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I know you're incredibly busy. Your story's amazing. And I hope you can inspire others to uh, join these programmes and uh, you know make property work for them. Thank you very much, cool. Billy.
2: Thanks, Nina. Nice, Thank nice to speak to you.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Your Property Podcast if you're looking to further your knowledge in property why not download our free beginner's guide to property investing at www.yourpropertynetwork.co.uk forward slash begin it contains everything from how to choose the property strategy that's right for you through to how to raise funds when starting with none and how to eliminate risk and maximize profits and if you enjoyed the show Don't forget to rate us on iTunes and never miss an episode by subscribing to our weekly podcast. Until next week.